0: What's the voice of reason? The, the solid hold it down. It's the beige rage and the agitator. The Breakfast
1: Club.
2: Everyone just kept telling me to prep for this.
3: One word to describe The Breakfast Club would be black. Impacting the culture.
2: People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in, man. I don't even know what to call this Breakfast Club. It's like brunch. Uh-huh. Envy, ye, and Charlemagne.
0: Wake that ass up. Get out of bed and listen to The Breakfast Club. I'm waking
4: up. Now.
5: Good morning, USA. Yo 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 yo
0: yo 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 yo
5: yo 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 yo
1: yo 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 yo
5: yo 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 yo
1: Okay, but it's happy to be here.
5: Yes. God is good. God is great actually. Yeah, we had a little uh storm over the weekend. They said it was going to be like a huge nor'easter. It didn't seem like it was that bad in uh I don't know, speak speak for yourself. I'm sure some people got it bad. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, right? yeah know they
6: definitely be... did. It wasn't
5: as bad like I mean, they made it some seem like it was be. Some people had power outages. Feet. Really? Yeah. yeah. Flights canceled. I know flights were canceled, but uh it was it was it was bad in some, people some areas. people
6: died. <laughs> really? Yes. Thanks. Nice. So it was bad for some people <laughs> It like, wasn't yeah. that
5: bad I was oh, <laughs> nah, they didn't shut things down You still went out right You, you went to, to see Dave Chappelle right
6: I didn't No I went to see Donnell Rawlings Donnell
5: Rawlings That's Dave Chappelle Donnell Rawlings right I
6: didn't go out the day That it was snowing But the next night After they had cleared the streets I went out
5: Yeah cause it didn't start snowing Really until about 4 in the morning 3 in the morning when?
6: No, it was snowing it during the day. <laughs> yes, I don't
1: man.
5: know where. And where you were was you? <laughs> <And> it stopped. Did <laughs> you it stop? It didn't snow yeah. and, then, and then it really gets. it snowed all That's day. That's definitely not true.
1: Friday? Saturday. Uh, it started Friday. Friday night. Then it snowed all day Saturday.
5: Mhm. All day. And it
1: stopped like Saturday night. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Oh. Yes.
6: No, not where it I was. It was a bomb cyclone. They you said, ain't doing far
1: away 100- from me. I don't know what are <laughs> like
5: you talking about? You in a dome or something? But I don't know where I was. <laughs> what are you talking about? Saturday? More than
6: 100,000 people lost power at the height of the storm.
5: Saturday I took the kids out in the snow. It wasn't that snowy. It was cold. And they said in, uh, at least three people died in New York. How'd they die?
6: Um, an elderly man fell into a swimming pool while shoveling snow. Oh,
1: my God. And Lord two men mercy. died
6: while shoveling snow, uh, 53 and 75, in Nassau County. And then Boston had its record for the biggest single-day snowfall on Saturday. They got
5: 23.6 inches.
1: You want to rewind that? You want to... No, <laughs> not really. I expected... I, I
5: ain't going to be honest. I expected a whole lot more. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. In your area. In my area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In my area. It definitely wasn't bad. They were saying two feet of snow. It didn't, didn't get that nasty. Roads weren't shut down. mm, mm.
1: I yeah. didn't go nowhere. So I wouldn't know. I played my lottery. I played the Mega Millions and Powerball on win? Thursday. Oh, I don't know. I got to check the ticket. Uh, I played the Powerball and the Mega Millions on
5: Thursday to make sure I ain't had to go nowhere Friday and Saturday. And I was in the crib. Uh, yeah, because Saturday I took, like I said, I took the kids out. We were in the snow all day. It was just freezing. It was very, very cold. But they yeah. enjoyed the snow.
6: I went to see Donella Caroline Saturday night. Yeah, so, and that was really fun. It was an amazing show. Shout out to everybody that was there.
5: And then Sunday, I ain't do nothing but watch the games and eat Chinese food. Watch football, baby. Mm -hmm. Great games yesterday. Yeah, really great games. Great games. games. This is
1: the best playoffs I've seen in a long, long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll give you the scores and everything next. Super Bowl is set. Rams, Bengals. Super Bowl is set. Rams, Bengals. If I had to bet on a winner, I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys.
5: Uh, They're not playing, sir. <laughs> Says who? <laughs> Says, who? Says, who? <laughs> Says who? Says who? Says the word. We're also. in the metaverse. I can back and create reality, whatever right. reality I want, okay? You're right. You're right. You right. All right, well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about?
6: All right, well, Ahmaud Arbery's murderers, there was a plea deal reached with two of the men who were charged in that hate crime.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Yeah, Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Now Super Bowl 56 is set. The Cincinnati Bengals versus the Rams. I'm not gonna lie, I it was gonna be Chiefs Rams, but Bengals beat the Chiefs 27 24 in overtime and the Rams beat the 49ers 2017. Both great games. Great games. Both great games. Amazing, amazing games. Mm-hmm. That's the
1: best playoffs I've seen in a long, 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 long
5: time. Yeah, last couple of weeks have been really, really
1: good. So. And the Super Bowl should be Super Bowl should be really good. Yeah. At least sure. you know the halftime show is gonna be fire. That we know. Yeah, absolutely. All right, what else we got?
6: Uh, well, federal prosecutors have reached plea agreements, and this is in the Ahmad Arbery trial, the murder trial, of of Travis and Gregory McMichael and according to reports details of the agreement were not specified in the filing but an attorney for Ahmaud Arbery's mother said the family is devastated by the deal and they do vow to oppose it. Now the McMichaels were sentenced to life in prison without the possibility for parole and that was uh, in court in early January for murdering Ahmaud Arbery. They were also indicted on federal hate crime charges. That trial was scheduled to start February 7th. A copy of that plea agreement has been provided to the court for its consideration now, a third man who was also convicted of killing Arbery and charged in the federal hate crimes, William Roddy Bryan, was not mentioned in those Sunday court filings. So federal prosecutors asked Ahmad Arbery's mother earlier this month if she would consider a plea deal for her son's killers before the men were sentenced, and she declined.
1: Well, what, is, what is the plea deal? I'm, I'm reading it here. It says the, the plea deal is the transfer to preferred federal custody. What does that even mean?
6: I don't know. They said details were not specified in the filing, but the family did not want a plea deal at all.
1: Because they're still doing life, right, without mm-hmm. parole. So yes. mm-hmm. I wonder what is preferred federal custody and why is it preferred? Like, are the conditions better? Like, what does that even mean?
6: Yeah, not sure. I mean, they have no possibility of parole uh, already, so that's that um, now this was a really sad story a woman leapt to her death from a midtown high rise yesterday and it was a former Miss USA Chesley Christ, according to law enforcement sources they said that uh, she posted on her Instagram page may this day bring you rest and peace she won in 2019 and she was a 30 year old lawyer she jumped from her 60 story Orion building was on 42nd Street and she was found dead in the street below according to sources
5: so um, sad
1: She went to the University of South Carolina to a Gamecocks. Definitely sending healing energy to her and her family.
6: Our condolences to her family. That has to be devastating and horrifying for something like that um, to happen. But she did say previously in interviews... Uh, And she spoke out on Facebook for World Mental Health Day on coping with stress. She said, I do a lot to make sure that I maintain my mental health. And the most important thing I did is talk to a counselor. She's really easy to talk to. And she said, when I'm not talking to my counselor, I spend time at the end of every single day to just decompress. I unplug. I shut my phone off. I don't answer messages. I just sit and watch my favorite uh, movies. Mm. So condolences to her family. And that is... Your front page news.
5: All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Phone lines are wide open if you need to vent. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake
7: up.
5: Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest.
1: Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
5: Hello, who's this? James Smith from 843. James, would I get it up, eight your chest, four Bubba?
1: three low country. What's happening?
5: Yeah, what's up? What's up? What's up?
0: Yeah, man. I don't think they need to give them the um, no uh, federal sentence. They need to leave them. They need to leave them in the uh, state prisons and let them do their sentence, and they give them another one. They get, they get and then and transfer it over to. Uh, a federal. After
1: that. Well, explain it to us, cause you yeah. might have a better understanding than we do. What is, what is the plea deal exactly?
0: The federal, the, the, the federal prison, you get a little bit better treatment than than the state prison.
1: That I know. That's okay. That's
0: why they're trying to put them over there, and then they have more protective custody over there. But they need, they didn't show him no mercy, so why are y'all gonna show it to him them some mercy?
1: Yeah, I didn't even know it was a federal case. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know it was a federal they, case.
0: They turn it turned a federal case. Turn it turned to a federal case when they used the gun
1: oh got you got you got you oh yeah yeah but
0: don't show them no mercy and i'm glad that his, his mother didn't uh accept the plea deal they don't need no plea deal
5: Did they give him a plea deal right that's real okay well thank you brother hello who's this
7: hey kendra and how you doing
5: good morning get it off your chest mama
7: hey hey, i got gonna get nothing to Get off my chest one number one i'm so happy to talk to you right now Okay.
5: We happy to talk to you. Happy to
1: talk to you too. Happy Monday.
7: Anyway, hey, hey. So anyway, I just want to say one shout out to hey DJ NB, you Angela, Angela yo, 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 yo. Anyway, on top of that, from Ohio, just want to give a shout out to the Bengals. I don't know how you felt about the game, but I didn't hear about it before. Okay. So let me tell you something. I was shocked myself, remember What you got to say in the country?
1: On what, the Bengals and the Rams? Yes. I got to say, go Cowboys!
7: Okay, well, first of all,
1: they're not... I'm happy for everybody team who's uh, going to the Super Bowl. I'm happy for the Los Angeles Rams fans. I'm happy for the Cincinnati Bengals fans. Y'all got a superstar in Joe Burrow. He's a winner. Been a winner since college.
5: And shout to everybody in Cincinnati. We're on at uh, 1023. Good morning to you guys, all right? Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
1: The Breakfast Club.
3: <laughs>
2: this is your time to get it off your chest,
5: whether you're mad or blessed. we so better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Get it off your chest, Kenny. Oh,
0: my gosh. First time...
5: Oh my oh, gosh.
0: gosh Shoot. Uh, long time listener first time, caller. <laughs> I'm glad I got in. I appreciate you guys. to me to God. I want to say thank you for shouting out to the custodians um DJ Envy, I appreciate you. I went to your seminar. thank you and Lee, I love you you are the best. thank you so much. I love you guys. the breakfast club, you guys the best thank are, you are you, awesome. are you a
1: custodian, my brother? I am.
0: I am.
7: I
1: looking clean. You are very appreciated. I, I don't understand why people don't uh, respect the custodians more because whenever you walk into a bathroom and said bathroom is clean in a public place, especially at work, you know you have to thank for that? The custodians. Absolutely. You are appreciated, the sir. At work,
5: airports, anywhere public. Yes, we appreciate you. Thank you, Breakfast Club. I really appreciate you Thank you. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. Yo, what's
1: good with y'all? Good morning, man. DJ Engine what's poppin', man? yeah, man. What's poppin'? What's up, y'all, man? What's good, my boy? DC4L, oh my guy. Peace, King. What'd you say? I said DC4L, my guy. DC,
0: DC boy, oh my guy.
1: DC4L oh for life. Dallas Cowboys, baby. Oh, uh, Dallas Cowboys. I, I I didn't know what you were saying. You know, I I just thought you was throwing up a set of some kind. Okay. No, no, no. no. We, just, we, just we out here. here, Cowboys, baby. Next year is our year. You already know. But, yeah, man, I'm just calling up here, man. I, I listen to y'all every morning, my guy. And um, uh, <laughs> just getting just, you know, off my chest, man. Like, I'm going through it. And I know a lot of people with too. That's, a, that's American way, But you got to stay down until you get out, man. And you keep trying to struggle. I'm about to go to work right now. You feel me? And, um, you know, everybody's got to stay down, man. Everybody going through something, man, especially with the time right now going on. Hey, listen, man. Surviving is an achievement in itself. And we got to give ourselves more credit for that, brother.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. When I get my stuff together, man, I'm probably coming to New York anyway, man. If you can make it there, you can make it. I think it's
5: time for me to take my channel to New
1: York, baby. Let me ask you a question, my guy. Have you ever uh, accidentally called your girl, my guy?
5: Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> absolutely not. All right, my guy. You have a good one. You be safe out there. Hey, yeah, I'll be safe, man. man. Hello, who's this? Did you
6: call him Bay? What's
5: up, guys? Good morning. Get it off your chest. Hey, good morning, morning. DJ Envy, Charlamagne. Peace, King. Angela Yee.
6: What's up? Good
5: morning. I needed, I needed a book. Y'all hung
1: up on me last week. Red hung up on me last. week. Thank time. you, Red. Hold on. We got you. We, we we got you, Red. We gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure to send you a pack. Right. Other than that, uh,
0: thank you all for taking the call. I wanted to express that all of my black folks out here need to get mental health. It is good for you. I know it sucks, but it's great. It
1: does, does not suck. Who said it sucks? There's nothing wrong. Charlemagne, dude. This past couple of weeks have been rough, dude. I've had to unpack
0: so much crap that I didn't know that I had. It sucks, dude.
1: Yeah, That's but you know, you know it, what I mean? it does. It does hurt when you go to therapy and you start peeling back a bunch of layers because you know you go to therapy for one thing, but then you know you start realizing okay. you got all this all other unhealed right. trauma. Exactly, dude.
0: But so, it feels it, good it, on I'm the other side. It. Right, I'm in there, but Charla, I need that read the material. And also, uh, can I plug my brand, guys? If y'all don't mind, shopping Dingo Two Nine Two Five Clothing. Uh, my website is dngo zero nine two five dot com, or follow me on the gram at dngo zero nine two five. I appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Hold, hold, hold on, on. No, I'm, I'm, no. I'm
1: gonna send you the unapologetic guide to Black mental health by Dr. Rita Walker. It's a great, culturally competent
5: read. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way?
6: Yes, and let's talk about owning an NFL franchise. Who could become the first black man to mark that achievement? We'll tell you who it is.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: Morning, everybody.
5: It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Back to the work week. Let's get to the rumors. Let's find out uh, who could be the first black NFL owner. I hate how you say black. This is black. The I'm Really report with Angela Yee.
1: <laughs> like, I really hate how you say black. Too bad.
5: On The Breakfast Club. Listen you say black like you're not black. I say black. But you are Dominican. So. I know, I'm black. Okay. All
6: Notice right, the well. Kuh. Billionaire Robert F. Smith could become the first Black man to own an NFL team, so he's in the running to own the Denver Broncos, and the team is reportedly going for an estimated four billion dollars. By the way, his net and Robert F. Smith's net worth is around six point seven billion, but he is bidding against other contenders. Peyton Manning is one of them. Uh, Brittany Bolin, who's the daughter of former Broncos owner, and so all these people have been throwing their hat in the ring as well.
1: That's a great brother right there, and I would, uh, you know, let him win that bid if I was the Broncos. Not, not just because he's black, but because he's from Denver. He loves, you know,
5: that area. And you said Peyton Manning too. Mm-hmm. He's
1: in the and, running. And critters. how, how the owner's daughter don't? Why she ain't just get the team passed down to her?
6: Uh, I mean, I'm sure you still have to pay, right?
1: No. I don't know. If that's your daughter, <laughs> I wouldn't I mean, think he's so.
6: The, he's the former owner so if he doesn't own it also he, oh, so he sold, he's sold, sold it to somebody it. Oh, okay
1: okay okay got you got you okay. And why
6: wouldn't he keep that in the family <laughs> maybe he wanted to cash out mm. all right now tisha campbell says that she was almost snatched up by what she believes to be human traffickers so listen to the story that's why you got to make sure when you call these ubers or cabs or whatever it is that you're in the right car and if something doesn't feel good trust your instincts here's what she had to uh, say as she was filming on set
4: and I had to call a taxi, so I get this number. But the van
7: that pulls up is real sketchy looking. And then I look at the car. Look inside the car is f-ed up. The rubber is pulled up from the bottom. There's dirt everywhere. The, the back seat looked like it's
4: snatched out and snatched out for a f- the reason. The the driver goes, "Get in the car." And I go, well, "I'm not getting in the car." Now. And the guy says, "Well, then get in the front seat, then." And I said, "I'm not getting in a car, f- y'all." I asked the lady at the front desk. I said, "Yo, who's the guy that gave me this number?" And she was like, "Why would he give you this number?" Yo, this trafficking is real, but they got me up, because I ain't Gina, bitch.
5: Where was she?
6: It was in Brownsville, Texas, and she's filming an independent movie there. She's also working with Tony Rivera on a project about trafficking,
5: mm-hmm.
6: and she said if Tony Rivera had not schooled me and my friends and what to look for, Ish would have been real different. Plus, I don't sound like I look. Also, I'm thankful to the production for their concern and their understanding. So she has not found the man who gave her the taxi number, because somebody gave her like a number for a taxi, and that's what happened.
1: Well, salute Tisha Campbell. I'm glad she's she's good. Salute to Tony Rivera. And for the record, I don't think Gina would have gotten that van either. By the
6: way, yeah, I don't think so. Mm-mm. But if something doesn't feel right, trust your instinct. If you see something that looks a little crazy, mm mm. All right. Now, Spotify has lost $2 billion as their stock plummets. This is after Neil Young actually pulled his songs from the music platform. That was all in protest over Joe Rogan spreading misinformation about COVID on his podcast. Now, he had said they can have Rogan or Young, not both. And he said, I'm doing this because Spotify is spreading fake information about vaccines potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them. And so Spotify shares also dropped around 6% after Wednesday. Joni Mitchell also said in a statement that she will also pull her music from Spotify in protest and stand in solidarity with Neil Young. This clash started back on January 24th when Neil Young was outraged that the Joe Rogan experience was potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation that was being spread. Neil Young also acknowledged that Spotify represents 60% of his music globally, and removing his catalog from the platform would be a huge loss for his record company to absorb. And he said he does support free speech. He's not in favor of censorship. He said private companies have the right to choose what they profit from, just as I can choose not to have my music support a platform that disseminates harmful information. So he said they have every right to do that, just like he has every right to pull his music from there. Now, Apple has seized this as a marketing opportunity. They tweeted out, it's always a good idea to stream Neil Young. And they pinned that post to their Twitter profile after declaring Apple Music the home of Neil Young as well. So now Spotify has said that they will add a content advisory to podcasts that discuss COVID-19 and they'll direct listeners to its COVID-19 hub that will provide access to data-driven facts, links to resources and information from trusted scientists and doctors. Parents Harry and Megan also addressed the controversy yesterday. They wrote a statement through their foundation that they had expressed concerns to Spotify about the all too real consequences of COVID misinformation on its platform because they are doing um, podcasts exclusively on Spotify as well. So they said, we have continued to express our concerns to Spotify to ensure changes to its platform are made to help address this public health crisis. Now, Joe Rogan himself has spoken out, and here's what he had to say.
0: Podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two. One with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on, and because of that, those episodes in particular, uh, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them.
6: All right, so he did say that those are his thoughts. And you have to uh, watch the whole thing of what he said. I saw
1: it, you know, and and I think, you know, he's absolutely right, because I thought the same thing yesterday. If he's guilty of having doctors on that spread information on COVID, then everyone is guilty of having doctors on that spread information. Everyone from the CDC director, the presidents, the doctors, the... You know, Supreme Court judges, news anchors, all at one point or another have gotten on platforms and spread misinformation. It's, it's, just, something wrong. Yeah, it's just that when they do it, they can say, well, the information changed or the science on what we were studying evolved, which is true. But you can't hold Rogan accountable for what these doctors believe. And to his point, in a month or maybe a week in this climate, if some of the stuff the doctor says becomes fact, then what?
6: Well, he did say a lot of what he does on his uh, popular podcast is not that prepared or fleshed out. And so he did thank Spotify for being so supportive during this time. He said it's, he's sorry that this is happening to them. He said, if there's anything that I've done that I could do better, it's having more experts with differing opinions right after I have the controversial ones.
1: Yeah, I don't see anybody threatening to boycott any of these news networks for the misinformation they've put out about COVID over the last couple of years. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what gets these folks to take these morals Stances, but none of it is consistent.
6: Well, yeah, I do think that information about COVID changes as the virus has changed, and information that we get about it has changed. So. And That's what
1: Rogan was saying. Rogan that was is, like, "Yo, these these, are, these doctors have credentials, so they, they come on. They believe things. They have theories they believe, and at the time." And then things change, you know? So it's like, what is misinformation nowadays? Dr. Fauci can be accused of giving our misinformation. Sanjay Gupta can be accused of giving our misinformation. Rachel Maddow definitely is being accused of giving our misinformation. The president. So it's like, what do you do? The CDC
5: director, Supreme Court judges. Everybody has. Right. And this is recent.
6: That is your uh, rumor report.
5: All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about?
6: Well, I'd love to get your thoughts on this. People are standing by two Texas brothers and their friend. They were arrested for beating their stepfather to death. But when I tell you why, you might understand why there's a petition supporting them.
5: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is the perfect day to boss up. This is Rick Ross's guide to building your own empire. Now listen up. Your first 30 days of Audible are free when you sign up at Audible.com/slash Breakfast Club. Hey everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, Super Bowl 56 is set. The Cincinnati Bengals take on the LA Rams. All right. Now the Bengals beat the Chiefs 27-24, and the Rams beat the 49ers 2017. So We'll see he's going to take that. All right. What else we got, Easy?
6: Well, speaking of football, there were some rumors that Tom Brady was retiring. And so there was a lot of confusion, speculation, things happening after a 22-year NFL career. But, Don, uh, but Tom Brady's agent, Don Yee, issued a statement. They said, I understand the advanced speculation about uh, Tom's future without getting into the accuracy or inaccuracy of what's being reported. Tom will be the only person to express his plans with complete accuracy. He knows the realities of the football business and planning calendar as well as anybody. So that should be soon.
1: It's crazy. Folks be reporting stuff no matter the source and reporting without considering the source. And nobody stops to say, well, who is who is the source? When they say source, say, they just run with it. For what?
6: Yeah, and I believe his father also said that wasn't happening.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: All right, now thousands of people are standing by two Texas brothers and their friend. They were arrested for allegedly beating their stepfather to death, but their stepfather sexually abused their nine-year-old sister. They confronted him after finding this out. They fought at a trailer park. And then um, they left and they came upon him again while he was walking on a road. They beat him again, this time with brass knuckles, tossed him into the bed of their truck, and then they dumped the body. They said he endured head trauma and he may have been alive when he was thrown in the field. They said he also had another arrest warrant out for sexually assaulting a different child as well. Well, now there's a Change.org petition asking that the brothers, Alejandro Chivino, Christian Chavino, 18 and 17 years old, and their friend, 18-year-old Juan Eduardo Melendez, be released from jail. So they've been charged with capital murder, aggravated assault, as well as engaging in organized criminal activity. And so as of this writing, they said the uh, petition has reached 300,000 signatures.
1: I mean, it has to be some type of, I don't know if it's it's not self-defense, but it has to be some type of defense law, right?
6: Or a crime of passion.
1: Crime
5: of passion, yeah, right? They should definitely be released. Has to be something like that. I don't feel. I don't feel sorry for the for the gentleman that died. He sexually assaulted a nine year old girl. And the. I mean, the first thing
1: I thought was, I guess you got to prove that the stepfather was really doing what he's accused of doing. But you said he had a warrant for another one. For another one, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's probably a great chance he was doing what they Absolutely. accused him. of doing. But we're
6: thinking emotionally, legally, then what?
1: I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but yeah, yeah. could it be a crime of passion? Because uh, I thought passion was for romantic yeah, interest, romantic, right? Yeah.
6: No, you could be very angry and upset, too. Mm. Like, a a fit of passion. And then I also feel like the problem is that they might think that they went looking for him, so it was more pre-planned. So what? It don't matter. Yeah, (laughs) but I'm saying legally. I'm talking about legally. Oh, yeah, legally. Because a crime of passion means that it's like a spur-of-the-moment, spontaneous thing, but as soon as you plan something, then it's no longer, I guess, a crime of passion. How old did you say they were? 17 and 18.
1: I mean, listen, you get in front of the right judge, and the judge has daughters. I'm sure the judge would understand
5: in some way, shape, or form. And I, think or a jury, I, right. think I think a, a jury, jury would, would understand. definitely understand. Yeah, your nine-year-old you know, sister? These are kids. You're sexually assaulting your sister? Yeah. And they're all kids. They're three young men. Yeah, you know they're what 17 I mean?
6: and 18 and you can definitely understand you would want to murder somebody for that for sure. Alright, now Donald Trump absolutely. is suggesting that he might potentially pardon uh, the January 6th Capitol rioters. <laughs> suggesting? If he returns to the White House. Here's what he said.
0: And another thing we'll do, and so many people have been asking me about it, if I run and if I win, we will treat those people from January 6th fairly. We will treat them fairly. And if it requires pardons, we will give them pardons because they are being treated
1: so unfairly. Yeah,
5: he's a wild boy. What y'all
1: surprised about Donald I'm Trump? Not. Donald Trump showed you who he was a long time ago, and he's repping for his set.
6: People die. He's
1: letting you know I'm taking care of my base if I get back in the White House.
6: Being treated fairly would mean, like, you get treated like you committed the crime that you did commit.
1: That's being treated fairly. He's taking care of his base, and I wish Democrats did the same thing. Okay, it should be easier for Democrats to stand by their base and ride for their base like that because the things their base is riding for are actually the right things. So...
6: All right, well, that is your front page news.
1: That MAGA gang is serious. Man, please. I, w-
5: I, w- I wish they ro- ride. I wish the Democrats roll for their base the way he rides. He base. rides. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. We were talking about Adele. Now, what's going on with Adele?
6: Well, you know, Adele canceled her residency. We don't know if she's going to reschedule it or not in Vegas. Now, according to some reports, it's because she's having issues with her boyfriend, Rich Paul. So we don't know if this is true or not. But people are saying she was spending a lot of time arguing with him on the phone. She went straight to his house in L.A. when all of this happened. And so the speculation is that that was part of the reason why.
5: No, are these are the same sources that said Tom Brady's retiring. <laughs> who, who are these sources? Who are these people that know these things? All right. So what is the question? 800-585-1051. What's the question, Yee? Uh,
6: now, the question is, has your relationship ever interfered with your business? Because on another note, there's been times that when I was younger, I didn't go to work because I was so distraught fighting and arguing with my boyfriend. I just stayed home for the day. And didn't even call out because I was so distraught.
5: All right, that is the question. We'll talk about it when we come back. It's on a
6: smaller level than what Adele was doing, but you know.
5: <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Yeah, yeah. Phone, <laughs> call 800
1: 585 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it.
5: Morning everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha we are The Breakfast Club. Good morning, now if you just joined us, we're talking about Adele. Now, what allegedly went down with Adele, Yee?
6: Well, according to Richard Johnson from the New York Daily News, he reported that Adele called off her Caesars Palace weekends with Adele residency less than a day before the debut show because of issues with her boyfriend, Rich Paul. According to a source, they said there's trouble in paradise. That's why she can't perform. Insiders close to Adele's camp said she's been crying through rehearsals and interrupting them to take phone calls with Rich Paul.
5: All right, so we're asking, what is the question?
6: Have you ever let your relationship interfere with business? And I definitely have. There's been times when I just haven't showed up to work and been arguing all day and not been able to function and cancel things all because of situations with my man.
5: All
1: right. What about you, Charlemagne? Absolutely not. <laughs> Me and my wife have been together, uh, what, to be 24 years this year? No. Cause I never had that kind of job Like you know what I mean Like I got the kind of job I gotta take my ass to work Especially doing radio That's been my primary source of income For the past You know 24 years Yeah I, But we've I, never had We've never had that kind of argument or discussion where One of us stay home If anything It's like
5: man please Please take your ass out the house No Please I'm, carry your ass to I work I mean I'm the opposite I have been I mean my 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 journey with my wife Has been pretty public So there was times when When, when the house was effed up I was effed up I couldn't go to work I couldn't Think about work. The only thing I could think about was my wife and my family at the time. So I've seen you in here laid out on the floor. Absolutely. During there those there trying times, times. Yeah, when you
6: had to leave early. To yeah, times I had things. to leave early. Or not coming. In. Yeah. Absolutely.
5: So I've been there. I, I, I remember I had is. an
6: intern that would come to work like crying all the time, and I was thinking maybe she should have stayed home. <laughs>
5: Yeah, but you know, my, my situation was very, very serious, and at, at the point in there, I couldn't come to work. I couldn't even think about work. I couldn't think about nothing but my wife and my family. So and I understand I it. I get it, and I understand it.
1: Because you don't want to leave the house, you know, under those conditions. I never want to leave the house angry. You know what I mean? And I've been like that my whole life. Because, oh, in the middle
5: of a discussion. Yeah, because because something, because something could happen. You
1: might leave right. the house, get into a car accident. And that's the last thing you you know, like you don't want that to be the last thing conversation you've had with your significant other. So, Absolutely. No, I've never. I've, I've I thank God I've never been in that situation.
5: All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's DJ. Good morning. DJ, good morning. Good morning. You know I'm I was
0: saying, I could never let a relationship interfere with my business because if you're not handling your business, who's going to take care of it for you while you're sitting around stressed, stressed out over a relationship that's not going to work?
5: Nah, I mean you're you're absolutely right, and and sometimes you might lose some of those businesses. I lost a couple during that time, but I mean, what was going important to me to my family? <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hi, hey, this is Tay. Hey, Tay, good morning. Good morning. Um, I wanted to uh, comment on that Adele
7: situation. Go ahead, mama. Okay, I'm from the Bronx, <laughs> grew up, born and raised, came down to South Carolina, fell in love with a country boy. Okay, my okay. First was, my first job was checkers They wasn't playing that. Okay. They didn't care. You got to come to work.
1: And I want you to go to work to bring exactly, me back them, exactly th- them double cheeseburgers and, and fries. Upset.
7: I called out sick, so I don't even know how they found out, but they fired my butt. We ain't got time for that.
1: You're right. True now indeed. Now
7: I'm grown and I got a family, it's all about that bag. I'll deal with that situation when I get home. Mm. Have okay. you been to work all upset? I have been to work upset. I mean, like I said, I'm married now. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we're going to have our disagreement. You know, we'll argue about it before we clock in. Once we clock in, we do our shift. We get a break. You know, if we got to continue to reconcile, then we'll continue to reconcile. But... I'm on somebody's clock. I can't bring my home problems
5: with me. Okay. okay. Thank you. But I would say this too. If Adele, you know, let's say she was to perform, maybe she wouldn't give 100% because her mom was somewhere else.
1: And that's the thing, right? Uh regardless, whatever you're going through emotionally or mentally, if you know that it's going to impact your work, you know, that's what, that that's what you got that's, you got that's what you got mental health days for. You right. know
5: what I mean? And maybe that was the best thing for her to push it back cuz like you said her mental health wasn't right. You don't know how she was going to perform. She was going to give her all. You don't that's want her right. to break down. You gotta, sometimes you got to give people their space. That's right. Because it's not just about you. It's about the other people in the And I'm, I'm
6: sure what she had to do was stressful. A residency in Vegas, that's already stressful. Then you have that on top of mm-hmm. it.
5: Yeah. Well, 800-585-1051. What are we asking you?
6: Uh, have you ever compromised your job because of your relationship?
5: All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I
4: know it, I know. I'm-
0: I do with that. Call me. And your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on.
5: 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Adele. Now, uh, what allegedly happened with Adele Yee?
6: They're allegedly saying part of the reason why she canceled her Vegas residency is because uh, she was arguing with her boyfriend, Rich Paul, and... Uh, it was trouble in paradise. According to the New York Daily News' Richard Johnson, uh, he said that's why she can't perform. She was crying through rehearsals and interrupting them to take phone calls with her man.
5: So we're asking 800-585-1051. Has your relationship ever caused you to miss work or F up your work day? Let's talk about it. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? This is Dimitri. Demetri Deshaun, How's everything? Demetri, t- talk to us, man. You you had a relationship where it, it messed up you, your job or yeah, f you up at yeah. work? yes definitely i feel like um i mean you know when you're in a relationship i feel like you gotta give 100
0: percent. and a lot of times if the, your spouse or your person that you're in a relationship with don't understand like the hustle or what it is to really have a, a dream or a passion and open up a business and do something like really dope and it, they don't know that it take a lot of time you know you gotta put a lot of time in and i feel like sometimes you know, it can cause conflict between both because you're in a relationship and you gotta do your relationship duties. And you know, this project, this business is my new baby. So I got to tend to this. And you know, time is being taken from both ends. And sometimes, you know, a person on the other end don't appreciate it. So I feel like it's been plenty of times when I jump ship on projects and, you know, on doing content creating and fulfilling orders online. By the way, I own a skincare brand, body care, all natural. It's called Clean Coated Skin. Clean coach at NYC on Instagram, and yeah, and I feel like it's been plenty of opposition, but plenty of times when that's happened because mm-hmm. you know you kind of neglect like your relationship.
4: Okay. All right.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. But um, I just want to say to you guys that I'm on my way to work. Thank y'all. Keith e, Peace,
1: you know, King. And Thank you.
0: And, and, yes, MV. Y'all. You too.
5: All right, um, brother. Yes, sir.
0: Y'all, y'all maybe y'all get me through the day. Not through the day, but definitely through the commute on my way, getting, you know, up and ready, ready for work. I got a nine to five as well. But I'm a small, I own a small business. Entrepreneur, like I said, guys, I appreciate everything I do. I know you, you, you know, you're personally involved in small businesses and uplifting entrepreneurs. I wanted to know if you had anything that was coming up still for like pop-up shop or anything like that.
5: Uh, hold on, hold on, yeah. brother. All right. Now, what's the moral of the story? Uh, the moral of the story is, man, I don't
1: know. You know what I mean? Because I think it's a case-by-case basis, you mm-hmm. know? Only you know what you're going through emotionally. Only knew, only you know what you're going through mentally. And, I mean, if you need to call out of work because of that, I, I'm not here to judge you, brother
5: or sister, you All know? Right. Well, we got rumors on the way.
6: Yes, Janet Jackson. Did anybody watch her special that was on? You know, it's multiple parts, but I got to see it on Friday and Saturday night. Did y'all watch?
5: No, I missed it, actually.
6: All right, well, we're going to talk about some of the highlights of what we had to see. But it was amazing. I love Janet Jackson. And when I tell you, I was like, man, Janet Jackson's a beautiful, amazing soul. After watching that and seeing some of that footage we never seen before, we'll discuss.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy Angela Yee. Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout out to all the parents that were taking their kids out in that snow. It was freezing over the weekend. My kids act like it wasn't cold at all. They didn't want to come back in. They just wanted to play snowball fights and all that. So my
6: new neighbors were definitely outside playing in the snow. It was cute, making a snowman and all of that.
5: And it was cold. I tried to make a snowball, my snowman. My snowman looked horrible.
6: Um I want to shout out to Terry Idioma. You know, she was up here and she's doing this uh five-day take your first trade challenge to teach people how to trade stocks. So I'm actually joining today. Today we're kicking it all off. You can go to TakeYourFirstTrade.com if you want to do that. You can make uh, money just trading and learning about strategies and she'll be helping guide you through that. So we're going to talk about picking the right trading account tonight and that is the first thing that we're doing. So, you know.
5: What been to Bitcoin, Rodney? You still you speak to Bitcoin?
6: Yeah, he's still doing great. He's still doing work. Bitcoin
5: dropped off, for a half? Like, was it like $65 went back down to 33 or something like that, $33? I know a lot of people that have Bitcoin said so they lost a lot of money yeah
6: but it could still go back up which mm-hmm. they're anticipating it'll do because the stock market dropped too so the thing about a lot of these is that you have to know that it's a risk but also know that it could be a huge payoff or it could not yeah, that's, but that's why you don't invest big more. Risk with Bitcoin though. yeah I mean stocks too you know it just depends on what you invest in but I don't you know I can't tell people what to do or what not to do you just have to figure out what's worth it to you
5: all right well we got rumors on the way
6: uh, yes, we are going to talk about Janet Jackson and her Janet Jackson documentary. The first two parts aired over the weekend, so we'll talk about some of the things that we learned.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to
1: With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
6: All right, well, there were a lot of amazing highlights from this Janet Jackson documentary that aired over the weekend. Janet Jackson, that was on Lifetime and A&E. And so we only have some of them here, but I do encourage that you all watch it. I mean, Regina King was on there talking about poetic justice, and Q-Tip was on there. There was a, a lot of talk about her on-screen romance with with Tupac and how there was a little bit of chemistry, Regina King said, even though she said Janet wouldn't admit it. Um, But a lot of things that Janet Jackson personally talked about in first person was growing up in a neighborhood that was racist.
7: I think the Jacksons were the first black family to move in. So it was a little controversial at that time. A lot of the people didn't want us to had
4: this petition going around so that we wouldn't be in the neighborhood. I remember walking down the street and... Being called the N-word, someone driving by yelling it out. Be told to go back home to your country and feeling it at school with some of the teachers and some of the kids touching your hair because your hair was different from theirs or your skin. Rubbing it. It's like, does that come off? No. Does yours?
6: (laughs) Sheesh. Now, she also talked about this, quote, secret child. This was always a rumor that Janet Jackson had some secret child that she didn't let the father know about.
4: Back in the day, they were saying that I had a child and I kept it secret. They were saying that I was raising her daughter. First, they were saying my niece Brandy was my daughter and that I gave it to Jackie to raise because Randy's daughter looks so much like me. Then they started saying it was Savannah. When I was doing fame, a lot of the kids thought I was pregnant because I had gained weight, and I had started taking birth control pills. And back then, you could pick up weight taking them, and that's what happened to me. I could never keep a child away from James. How could I keep a child from their father?
1: If she did have one, she could admit to that now, though, because, you know, that it was probably the industry that made her do that. Same way they make you lie about your age and mm-hmm. all that other stuff, lie about being married mm-hmm. or being in a relationship.
6: right now she also discussed getting divorced from james debarge
4: there were a lot of nights that i would go searching the streets looking for him three o'clock in the morning four o'clock in the morning i remember times when we would uh, i would find the pills and i would take them and try to flush them down the toilet and we would be rolling around on the floor fighting for them i remember eventually deciding to get a divorce or an annulment, I should say, because only, it only lasted a year. And he was so mad and so frustrated. I remember driving back home to my parents' house. I, I was just done. Yeah.
6: She said he got high on their wedding day, too, by the way. She said he went to the bathroom uh, when they got back to the hotel. And she said she was just there. He left the room, and she said for three hours he never came back. And so that's what she says he was doing. Now, the family had a deal with Pepsi, but Janet Jackson ended up doing a deal, well, trying to do a deal with Coca-Cola, but then everything emerged with all the uh, accusations against her brother, Michael Jackson, and here's what she said happened.
4: We were actually getting ready to sign the deal with Coca-Cola, and that's when that first allegation came out.
7: New details are emerging about the police investigation of pop star Michael Jackson. This morning, Jackson canceled
3: another concert. The 13-year-old boy is said to have been friends with Jackson.
4: When that came out, Coca-Cola said, no, thank you.
7: You got tarred with that at mm-hmm. the same time.
4: hmm Because of it.
7: It's tragic that it's affected you as well.
1: Yeah. Mm. Those soda wars were serious, huh? Michael Jackson had Pepsi. Janet went to Coke. They well, said Dr. Pepper wanted Tito, Coke. but Tito, they couldn't work the deal out. Shut up.
6: All right, now, Jermaine Jackson... Um, Oh, no, sorry. Jermaine Dupree. I don't know why I said that. Jermaine Dupree also, uh, this was trending after people were like, how did Jermaine Dupree cheat on Janet Jackson? They even addressed that.
4: I had heard that he was cheating.
0: <laughs> One of the weird things about dating Janet is that dating Janet attracts other women. And uh, just, you know, I was a man.
4: <laughs> it was not just that i i needed more than what he was giving me he 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 was a workaholic and he was constantly working i would not see him for like three weeks a month and soon as he would come in and he would go to the club or he would do and i was like just carve out just a little bit of time for me even if it's just us hanging at
1: home and it was hard for him to do hmm. I was just a the man. They I'm, was
6: dragging him.
1: How many times have we used that one in life?
6: Yeah. All those oh, women that want to be up under you because you <laughs> Janet Jackson. Life, oh, you know, I did this with Janet Jackson, man. man
1: live. I understand what JD is saying because I, too, have used that excuse, mm-hmm. uh, but that has nothing to do with being a man. You just, you know, you, was, you was immature and you wasn't ready to settle down, that's all.
5: But also during that time, that was when uh, Janet was living on the West Coast, and that's when Jermaine just took the job at Virgin, and he was here, so I know he used to fly back and forth all the time, so... It was a lot of times when I'm sure he wasn't there, too.
6: And lastly, one thing that she discussed was the whole Super Bowl controversy with Justin Timberlake. And she was the one that didn't want Justin Timberlake to make a statement.
5: Like, after that incident happened, did you hear from Justin? Mm-hmm. What did he say? We, we
4: talked once. And uh, he said, I, "I you know, I don't know if I should come out and make a statement and this and that or say something. i say, have something to say. And I said, listen, I don't want any drama for you. They're aiming all of this at me. So I said, "Just I said, I, if I were you, I wouldn't say
6: anything." Sheesh. <sighs> Hard times for Janet that she went through a lot. He what else did I they say it.
1: about JD and Janet Jackson? That's did, what you want to hear about. Did JD explain like what mm-hmm. his side of the story was? Like, did he talk about you know what kind of girlfriend Janet was? Did he say he? Well, he, it? he's
6: spoken about it previously mm-hmm. in o- other interviews. He said neither one of them was willing to move to the other person's city, and so she was living in Malibu, he was still in Atlanta, and that's when he started thinking marriage for him wasn't gonna work and so he just wasn't in that space at that time
1: yeah because i mean we all have these conversations like, oh you know he dropped the ball with janet jackson but we don't know how that relationship was nope
6: yeah they were together like eight to nine years but he said they didn't live with each other and so that was part of it he said that in other interviews before
5: that could be tough
6: all right. Well, that is your rumor report.
5: All right. Thank you, Miss E. Charlemagne. who you giving your donkey
1: to? Man, you know, uh, a lot of people got rich during this pandemic. A lot of people got rich off COVID. Mm-hmm. And we always highlight, you know, the PPPers and the unemployment folks yes. and the SBA folks. Yep. But what about you people selling fake vaccination cards? I need two nurses, Julie Davuno and Marissa Uroro And I know I'm pronouncing their last names wrong. I need them to
5: come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with them. Me and them nurses that be working hard, getting paid close to nothing, be doing double shifts. Hey, I'm not mad at them. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just equal opportunity
1: donkey that they distribute. Okay.
5: All right, all right. We'll get to it next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good
1: morning. Let's go.
0: It's time to wake up. Yeah. It's the Breakfast Club.
6: Angela Yee here, and my friends at The General Insurance give you quality car insurance for less. Check out their affordable rates and flexible payment options by calling 800General or visiting TheGeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee.
5: Charlemagne, say the gang, donkey, other, Charlemagne. You
1: are a donkey.
2: It's time for Donkey of the Day
1: donkey of the day does not discriminate i might not have the song of the day but i got the donkey of the day
2: so if you ever feel i need to be a donkey man hit it with the heat uh, yes
1: yeah, a breakfast club
0: bitches who's donkey of the day today
1: well ed sharon donkey of the day for monday january 31st goes to two nurses from long island okay 49 year old julie duvono i think i'm pronouncing that right and 44 year old marissa urrero I think I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not. Uh, they are each charged with one count of forgery in the second degree. Uh, see, during this pandemic, there have been all types of scammers taking advantage, okay? Taking advantage of the PPP loans, the SBA loans, the unemployment. I mean, folks got rich off of COVID. You hear me? Okay. A lot of them, though, their reign on the top was shorter than leprechauns because a bunch of those folks ended up in PPP prison. But what we didn't discuss enough was the doctors and nurses who was getting to the bag as well. See, I'm not judging. Okay, I'm just the equal opportunity donkey of the day distributor. And see, these two nurses, Julie DeVono and Marissa Uraro, they hit a big lick. All right, these two people were doing something that benefited many. All right, they were part of the solution for a lot of folks, but the reality is they really, really, really contributed to the problem. Would you like to know what these two nurses' hustle was? Let's go to News 12 for the report, please.
3: Some people want fake COVID 19 vaccine cards. <gasps> Others want to take it a step further and have legitimate vaccine lot numbers right registered with the state. Prosecutors say you could get both by paying hundreds of dollars to these two women, the owner and an employee of Wild Child Pediatric Healthcare in Amityville. Big boss. Investigators with the Suffolk DA's office have now arrested owner Julie Devono and employee Marissa Yoraro. Oh, Prosecutors I Say this ledger seized as evidence shows the women profited $1.5 million in three months. They were allegedly charging $85 to $220 per entry into the state database. What? Investigators say they found wow. $900,000 in cash in Devono's home. She's accused of using her credentials to enter the information. Now, some people who work at nearby businesses say this was the worst kept secret in Amityville and that they first got suspicious because there were a lot of adults hanging out in this back parking lot. Again, this is a pediatric center.
1: Some of y'all been selling drugs for years and ain't never got no lick like that. All right. Fake vaccination cards, $220 a pop for adults, $85 per child. And you wonder why this country never truly flattened the curve. All right. Special agent Scott Lambert said it best. Forging COVID-19 vaccination cards and entering false information into the New York State database used to track vaccination records, puts the health and well-being of others at risk and undermines efforts to slow the spread of the COVID virus. All of that is true, but damn it. These cards were official. Okay, I know quite a few people who had these fake vaccination cards. They boasted of it proudly. All right, someone tells me they got a fake Vax card. My response always was, You going to jail? Their response, I got it from a doctor. All right, nothing else I could say after that other than, Well, connect me with him, all right? <laughs> For those like me who did not want the shot early on, we were looking for other alternatives, okay? And fake vaccination cards from doctors was something we looked into. These fake vaccination cards worked, all right? Kept a lot of people employed. A lot of folks were able to travel. But the fake vax card doesn't protect you from COVID. That's the stat I want. How many people with fake vaccination cards actually caught COVID? How many folks with fake vaccination cards actually spread COVID? How many people died because they came into contact with someone with a fake vaccination card All right, that might have passed the vid on to them because of nurses and doctors like Julie and Marissa? Y'all contributed to all of the sickness, all of that death. Now, is there something wrong with me that I feel like I want to give them a slight applause for their entrepreneurial efforts? Just a little, just a little, just just a little, right? Just a little. Stop, 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 that's all. I mean, when they searched Julie DeVono's house, they found 900000 in cash. 900000 in cash. And a ledger documenting profits from the scheme in excess of $1.5 billion. A ledger? Why would they keep a ledger? Why would they write it all down? Exactly. This could make a great film. All right. Maybe a short film, but a great film nonetheless. I mean, this literally could be like Set It Off meets New Jack City. There is so many layers. Julie DeVono's husband is a New York Police Department officer who is being investigated by the department's internal affairs borough in terms of his possible involvement in his wife's alleged scheme. Oh, this is bigger than Nino Brown. Okay. By the way, if there's $900,000 cash in the crib, that's hard to hide. You had to know your wife was up to something. All right. Now, question. Just a month ago, I think it was just about a month ago, right? hmm New York Governor Kathy Hochul, is that how you pronounce her last name? She signed a bill into law criminalizing fake COVID-19 vaccination cards. Mm-hmm. So my question, was everything they were doing up until a month ago legal? Unethical, yes, but was it legal? Just asking. I want to know. Uh, we really need to discuss this because, you know, here's, here's, here's the thing. If a, if a year before COVID you was considered essential, Right? then the next year they telling you y'all gonna get fired because y'all didn't get the shot you're gonna throw a middle finger to the system and get this
5: money say it again <laughs> say it again those nurses those pediatrics, they were working you're about to fire them when they were the only ones out there I'm not talk justifying
1: any of this I'm just seeing it from all sides okay okay that I'm could listening. be that could be the plot of the movie all right now the reason they're getting donkey today is how I believe they got caught just play the last part of that news clip please right play the last part
3: Now, some people who work at nearby businesses say this was the worst-kept secret in Amityville and that they first got suspicious because there were a lot of adults hanging out in this back parking lot. Again, this is a pediatric center.
1: (laughs) You got a bunch of grown-ass adults standing outside the pediatric office in the back lot with no kids? What the hell are all these adults loitering for? All right, standing outside the pediatric office in the back lot like a pedophile plotting on kids that were coming out the office. Of course, somebody's gonna snitch. All right, if you see something, say something. And somebody definitely said something in regards to Julie DuVinot and Marissa Ureiro selling fake vaccination cards. Please give them both the sweet sounds of the Hamilton.
2: Oh, now you are oh, the donkey, donkey. of oh. the day. We're not gonna play
0: a game? Well, the Sure. Of the day he
1: and since Envy wants to play a game, I think it's time to play a game of Guess What, what? Race It is! All right. 49-year-old Julie Duvono and 44-year-old Marissa Ureiro, both of Long Island, two nurses who made $1.5 million off of fake vaccination cards and got charged with one count of forgery in the second degree. Mm-hmm. Guess What Race It Is! Right. DJ Envy? white. <laughs> Tell me. Tell
5: me why you answered that with no hesitation. Because black people ain't keeping no ledger. White people keep it ledger. <laughs> wow. like, um, they are keeping. Wow. You are disrespectful to on, black people. In a legal, on a legal business, wow. you know, don't keep no damn ledger. That's like you're a drug dealer, you write down who you sell a crack to. Does that make sense to you?
1: there's a movie about this hold on <laughs> there's a movie about this there, no there's somebody who was keeping alleged illegal, illegal drug activity oh,
5: what's his name Frank Lucas what was his name? Was Frank, Frank, Lucas? Lucas? Was Frank Lucas I don't remember who Damn, it was I guess. anyway 49 year
1: old Julie Duvodo and 44 year old Marissa Guerrero of Long Island Uriero. two nurses who got made a 1.5 million dollars off fake vaccination cards and only got one count of forgery in the second degree Angela Yee guess yes. what race I is
6: I say white because of the charges
1: this does sound a little light, right? $1.5 million and all you got here with is one count of forgery and the second degree, where's the money laundering and the tax evasion and all the other stuff. Or maybe that's coming later. I don't know. Mm. Well, guess what, DJ Envy? Yes. Guess what, Angela Yee? What?
5: You both are correct. Yes! Julie and I Marissa are Caucasian! Oh, now, let's open up as the far phone as I lines. I can tell. Let's open up the phone lines. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Should they go to jail? That's just the question. Should Man, what kind of Should question is that? Should they go to that? jail, jail? Like you said earlier... You know, I'm looking it up right now. Pediatric, the the you know the base salary average is sixty-one thousand a year. The you know the state was about to throw them away because they didn't take their uh, vaccination. I'm not making no excuses for them, but asking. I can
1: see how you know a year prior you was considered essential, The next year they telling you you either get the vaccine, you got to go, you're not essential no more. I can see how you could say F the system" and turn to a life of crime. <laughs> These are how super villains are made. I've watched The Incredibles. All right.
5: Okay. 800 585 1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Come morning. The Breakfast Club.
7: Yeah, yeah. The phone, Call 800
1: 585 1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it.
5: Morning everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy, we are the Breakfast Club. Good morning! What's happening? Now if you just joined us, Charlamagne gave Donkey the day to who? Uh,
1: Julie Duvono and Marissa Ureiro, they're two nurses from Long Island, who... Ran up the score, baby. Mm -hmm. $1.5 million they made selling fake vaccination cards. $220 a pop for adults. $85 per children. They got caught because they had a bunch of grown-ass adults standing outside the pediatric office in the back lot. That looks a little suspicious, don't you
5: think? All right. So we're asking 805-85-1051. Should they go to jail? All
1: right. They're going. I don't know if they're going to jail or not. I'm going to be honest with you. They're white. So you, I don't know.
5: What does that mean?
1: White people don't really go to jail for white collar crimes like that. Oh, and they only got charged with one count of forgery in the second degree. So that's kind of wild. Yeah. Because I would think that this would be like a, a bigger offense. All Especially the money with the that they of made. Money that
6: was made. Yeah. And you don't want to encourage people to think that something like this is okay too.
5: But think about it like this: if they didn't keep the ledger and they didn't find the money, they would know. They wouldn't have any idea how many they sold, how much money they made, or anything.
1: Yeah, but where you just gonna put nine hundred thousand dollars? You got to put it somewhere. The fact that she was keeping it in her house. I'm. I'm listen, I don't, I, I don't know if going to jail is the right question. I don't think it's a bad question. I just want to... I understand why they did what they did. They're two nurses. Right. You know, you told them that they were, uh, what was the word, essential a right. year before. The next year, you was kicking nurses out and doctors out if they weren't vaccinated. You know what I mean? I can see how
5: they can turn into two supervillains
1: here and go to a life of crime.
5: All right. Keisha, good morning. Hi, good morning. What do you think, Keisha? I think that they... To be
7: free. They found a loophole. Like,
1: freedom, <laughs> girl. I don't know about no loophole oh, now. Yeah, what, you can't. What's the loophole? Forgery. You free can't sure. fake.
7: I know, uh-huh. I know, uh-huh. What's the loophole? My 13 year
5: old said they should be going to jail. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. I need,
1: I need JT and Young Miami to step their game up. That's what I need. <laughs> them scams that y'all was doing ain't nothing compared to what Julie and Marissa just pulled off. Hello, who's this?
7: Hey, good morning. Good morning. the eight four three, the South Carolina. Hey, um,
1: Slumberville, what's there? happening?
7: Nothing much. Um, I'm calling this morning because, yes, I think they should go to jail. But I'm also a nurse, so I get it. We were central and then we weren't. So I like, mean, not saying that I'm condoning it, but I mean, like I get it.
1: Did you think about it? Uh, did you think about it at <laughs> all? Did you think about, you know, what I can make a few dollars writing some fake Vax cards?
7: I had access to a lot of cards, but I didn't. I wasn't gonna do nothing illegal like that
1: true, because you got you got, you got got morals and you're ethical.
7: I, I do, but you know, I, I'm not going to say it didn't
1: cross
5: my mind. It did, it but you know. I, I
7: get it. I
1: mean,
5: one yeah, point, 1.5 million in three months? Just imagine what they were going to make throughout the year. Yeah, but it don't matter anymore, because
1: they're not going to be able to spend it. All yeah. that's gone. Yeah, you're right. All they got is they war stories.
5: Yeah, right. That's right. All right. And, they, and the movie. I want to do the movie. One o five one. what are your thoughts? See, the bad thing about this, somebody hears this, yeah. gonna say, you know what? I can do it, because I can do it better. They can no, back. they can't. 1.5, three
1: months? You... I want to do the movie called Island Girls. What? And they're the two biggest scammers on the East Coast. <laughs> All right? right, let's uh, Young Miami and JT executive produce the soundtrack. How'd they get caught? They got caught because of the pediatric office. No.
5: 800 585 the exact story. Don't need no sensationalism. You think they should go to jail, those two nurses? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, she, she came with I
0: know it, uh, I know it, I it, I it, I only that. Call me!
5: And your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on! Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. 585 1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, Charlamagne gave Donkey of the Day to who? Uh,
1: donkey of the Day went to uh, Julie Duvono and Marissa Ureiro, 49 years old, 44 years old, both of Long Island, both nurses who ran up the check, baby, and made $1.5 million selling fake COVID vaccination cards. I think they made this money in what, three months? Three months. Three months. Three months. This One, is a movie. 1.5. This is the, This is. The, we need to do the Island Girls movie.
5: I'm telling you. let I'm, And let the city girls score it. Well, I mean, they still spent $600,000. I wonder what they spent that $600,000. No,
1: she probably had $900 at her house, and they, and Shorty probably had
5: $600 at her house. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe. All right. Well, should they go to jail? 800-585-105. I don't know if that's the question. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yeah, the diamond. Hey, what's up, bro? We're asking, do you think the nurses should go to jail, brother? Yeah, well, I, I, I told my man, I said I really
2: don't think they should, man. I just think they should be had some kind of strict punishment. You know, maybe like their license should be revoked,
1: or, or, or uh, they should have to sit in time out or something. Because, but going to jail, man, you nah, know, man. Because, like you said, like my man said, just a year ago, they were telling that they had to work. Now, they're saying they can't work unless they take the vaccine, man. It's just all back and forth. For hey, hey, hey! Also. My name is Charlemagne, sir. Well, I appreciate that, man. And look, I, I, was <laughs> I appreciate that.
2: You. I, went, I thought I was gonna be able to talk to you just because they had some other guy on the phone. I said, are they bougie like that. They want to talk to the people."
1: We talking, well, Okay, to We you now. talking to you now, but you don't even know our names. Well, I know
0: Shaolin man, I know, uh, I know the Kings. I know people respect on my name. I know him for so. I know envy. I know
1: Angela Yee. I know y'all. Okay, uh, you cool. just said my man. Like that you know what I cool. mean? All right, thank you. Hello,
7: who's this? My name is Carol. I want to give a shout out from Harrisburg, the Berg.
5: All right, Carol. What's your thoughts? What you think?
7: <laughs> I think they should go to jail because I mean, I want to live my life too. I want to get out and be able to live a normal life again. But as long as they're doing stuff like that, we won't be able to.
1: That is very true. That I mean, that's true. that's the biggest thing I think a judge would take into consideration, right? A judge would be like, think about all the people that you put at risk.
6: Mm-hmm, it's dangerous by
1: doing that. But exactly. I, I can also understand why they would why they would do it.
7: Well, I mean, hell, everybody needs a job because of the many people that have died. There are a whole lot of jobs out there. Jesus Christ! Wow. Well, look at
1: you looking at the bright side of death.
7: <laughs> hell yeah! I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> go to jail, put them in jail.
5: Yes, ma'am. All right, thank you, Carol. Sound like you hating a little you're bit, welcome. Carol? You
1: sound like you are hating just a little bit.
7: No.
1: <laughs> just a little. You sound like you're hating a little bit. Just a tad bit.
7: Are you a nurse? No, no I'm not. I'm oh. not. I'm retired. I just retired this year.
1: Oh, a retired nurse. No. <laughs> retired. What would you retire from?
7: Uh, child line. Child abuse. That was a child abuse investigator. Oh, I am about to say, oh, wow. damn.
1: You got to oh, finish that. You mean you just retired from child abuse? <laughs> <laughs> you got to finish that whole statement
5: out. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Well,
5: have a good one. Hello, <laughs> oh, this?
1: He? <laughs> yo, yo, what's good? This is AJ Crawler from VA.
5: Hey, what's up, brother? What you, what's your thoughts, AJ?
2: Man, it, it's crazy, bro. Like, we all know they should be locked up for that. But, like, the way this system is, man, we didn't realize we we're in a modern-day slavery.
1: Man, what the hell are you talking about?
6: Modern-day slavery.
0: Yeah, and then it's a modern-day
1: slavery because if that was our skin color that we did that, we would have got hit with the book. Oh, I get what okay, you're saying. Okay, so you're saying yes. that
6: they're getting special treatment because they're white women.
1: You're saying there's an, unjust, there's, an unjust, yes. ju- there's an injustice system is what you're saying.
5: Yes. You know what's going on, King, King Queen. I know what's going mm-hmm. on. All right, brother.
1: You know what's f-
5: going on. What's the moral of the
1: story, guys? Uh, the moral of the story is Julie DeVoe and Marissa. I don't, I don't know. Is there a moral to the story? <laughs> I don't know. They got fat while a bunch of other people starved. Okay? The moral of the story is this needs to be a little short film. My goodness. I want to turn this into a movie. Island Girls, coming soon. Soundtrack executive produced by the City Girls, Young Miami, and JT. All right? That's what I want to do.
5: Yeah, we got rumors on the way?
6: Yes, and Nick Cannon apparently had a baby shower over the weekend. Another one? Well, a gender reveal
5: party. Wow. How many is that for Nick? We'll talk about it. All right. Nick Cannon has made $1.5
1: million off taxes with kids (laughs) in the last three months. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. (laughs) The t- <laughs> this is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
6: Well, Nick Cannon over the weekend hosted a gender reveal party. And looks like he has a baby boy on the way with Bree TAC.
5: Wild in! Wild in! Wild in! Wild in! I think Nick should come with us to get out of <laughs> me, you, and Nick. But Nick don't want a vasectomy, though. Nick said he wanted as many
1: kids as possible. He said that when he was on birthday. Now, Brie recently
6: her. finalized her divorce from former NFL quarterback Johnny Manziel. So she's officially single now.
1: Also, Nick is doing it differently than us because we're married and we're with one woman and our wives are tired of
5: having children. We should do Nick it. Nick right? is spreading his seeds.
6: I thought he was celibate. When did I, that I start? I,
5: I thought ain't he was celibate of what. And he said his therapist said he shouldn't have anymore. I think we should all do it on his show. I think we should just go on a Nick Cannon show. Me, you, Charlamagne. Me, me, you, Nick. And You're it.
1: forgetting the reason why we're getting vasectomies, though. We're getting them because our wives don't want to have kids anymore. He's having kids with different women, so it's different. It he doesn't need like to have a vasectomy. he very
6: happy and celebratory yes. with this. I should be mm. on Nick Cannon's show today, so I'm sure we'll talk about it. If you guys want to watch that. All right, now T.I. is taking his potential stand-up career seriously. We talked about this. And he posted about it. He said, in about two weeks of doing stand-up comedy full-time every day, two to three shows a night sometimes, I've learned from and earned the respect and approval of some of the funniest people I know in this ish. I can honestly say I've had nights where I tore their ass up, and I had nights I was figuring the ish out, nothing that I care to share. But I appreciate having the opportunity to adjust and improve. So he's really taking it seriously. If you guys recall, we did play uh, so audio from from TI doing stand-up.
5: Can you be in a committed relationship and still have a friend from the opposite sex? Yes. yes. Nephew, it don't count.
7: <laughs>
5: the ladies like yes, it do. It's the account. It's the account. Ladies cheat way better than us, so don't get into the game, okay? Because the shit is gonna be up for you. Besides, cheat, cheating is a big game anyway, okay? Woo, say that you got look.
6: Don't keep that to yourself. That's your little (laughs) secret. Hey man, it's
5: 2022. You can do whatever you like. And he's working things out. They
6: was cracking up. Yeah, he's working
1: things
5: out. The bad thing is when you play clips, you don't know where it started, you don't know where it finished, where the middle's at. Your favorite
1: comedian sounds like that when they're working some things out, by the way. Your favorite. He's working
6: He's brand new at it, so it takes some time to develop your set. And even in your when your experience, it takes some time. And if to you get don't up, want, set. that's
1: right. And if you don't want Ti to do stand up, the thing you got to remember about Tip, you got to tell him what he can't do. So you got to say to him, "I bet you can't quit stand up." <laughs> if you want, if you tell him that I bet you can't do stand up, he's gonna show you that he going he can get it done. Gotcha. So if you want him to quit, you got to say, "I bet you can't quit stand up." That's how you got to talk to Tip. All
6: right, now 50 Cent has confirmed that his next full-length album will be his last. He was on the talk, and here's what he said.
2: Yeah, well, I I probably think I'll deliver another full-length album, and then the other things that I do, like, be connected to the film and television in a different way. I'm I'm cool. I'm having so much success on this area that I I have opportunities to keep releasing music through the projects that I'm bringing. And
5: I wonder why they didn't ask Fit to be on the Super Bowl. It's oh, another know. artist Oh Dr. I thought Dre? about that I thought about 5th and um, Ice Cube Actually
6: Yeah I mean you know what The thing is Dre's and work with so many people It's hard to even say Who should be on
5: Yeah but those are his artists Eminem's mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. artist Snoop was his artist Kendrick's his artist And really and for Fifth LA I mean I, I thought and about And it's only Fifth a limited
6: too. amount of time too Who do you
5: Yeah cause Mary J. Blige
1: Can only do one song they say Which is just disrespectful Cause Mary J. Blige Can do her own Super Bowl halftime show All of them could But mm-hmm. you know Mary definitely Should have her moment But I was thinking cause it's LA Ice Cube should have definitely Been on there too
6: All right, well, 50 Cent is still going to put out music, just so you know, but it'll be connected to film and TV in a different way. He said he's having so much success in this area, he has opportunities to keep releasing music through the projects that he's bringing out. All right, and now they're saying that Julia Fox, who Kanye is currently dating, dated Drake before hooking up with him. So they say, according to reports, I don't know where these reports are coming from, but sources say that Ye is not too thrilled about this, according to Page Six sources. So, not sure whether or not that's true. And reps for both Drake and Julia Fox declined to comment. But what we do know is that Kanye um, announced that Donna 2 will be released on February 22nd. And they're saying that uh, Ye is going to be giving up his phone until that album is finished. Mm. They also said the directives are, if it cannot be played at a funeral, childbirth, graduation, or a wedding, it will not be on our record. So, that is according to Digital Nas, who's working with Ye and produced for Donda as well. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the plan. Now, Australia is saying that Kanye has to be fully vaccinated if he wants to go and visit there because he, I guess, is planning to go there, but because of the country's restrictions regarding COVID, artists have to be fully vaccinated. It says it applies to everybody, as people have seen most recently. I know we saw this with the Australian Open And so there were some issues there with uh, who could come into Australia. But they're saying if Ye wants to come, wants to tour across the globe and stop off in Australia, he has to be fully vaccinated. I think he got one shot. So they're saying you got to have both. And Pusha T has officially left good music. He did thank Kanye for his contract release. He put up a post showing a portion of the document for his contract release. And he thanked Yeezy, calling him Yeezos. Showing true brotherhood. He says, Some people call you their brother, other people show you your brothers. Thanks, Yezos.
1: I thought I saw his uh, manager say, Push your left. Def Jam, not good music. And he got his master's back. I don't
6: know. Well, this is what Push T wrote. Steve Victor? Thanks, Yezos.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm.
6: And so he's done with that. But he does have an upcoming project. It's not dry yet. Indie.
5: He got a dope record that uh, I'm, I think next week he's going to release it. Dope, dope, dope. That's the one he put out on that clip. Lord have mercy. Mm-hmm.
6: All right. Well, that is your rumor report.
5: All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, up next is the People's Choice Mix, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. 585 1051 Get your request in. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Our audible pick of the day is the perfect day to boss. Hey everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Papoose, Papoose, peace, twelve albums in one calendar year last yes, year. Yes, I'm, yes,
1: you know you got to give Pap a round of applause. No for one's that. done you, that. That's you. a lot of
4: work. No, I, I, nobody, no,
1: nobody gives Pap enough credit for that. Uh, twelve albums, not mixtapes, not you know yes. EPs. Twelve mm-hmm. actual albums every month last year.
2: Yes, man. uh... I had to put the work in, man, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just wanted to change things and um, be consistent, put myself out there more. Was this supposed <laughs> to be
6: leading up to your retirement? Cause I saw Absolutely. you said that, and I saw <laughs> Remy bet a thousand dollars that you wasn't really gonna retire. So you owe her a thousand dollars yet?
2: I'm gonna tell you what happened, let me explain. Um, what that I, happened I, was. I'll pay it, right, right. <laughs> what happened was I, I did say I was gonna retire, man. I got a call from Jay Electronica, I got a call from Buster Rhymes, my brother k Slay, everybody was hitting me up like, you, you can't retire, you know what I'm saying? And then I just got so much love this year, I didn't know it was gonna turn out like this.
5: You was in a pandemic, so it must have been, you was home and was like, I need to do mm-hmm. something.
2: Yeah, I you know, I just, like I, like Angela, you said, I said I was gonna retire, but I wanted to give my fans something special, you know what I mean, on the course of my retirement. I had no idea it was gonna turn out this good for me though. You know what I mean? Um, I just was working, man. My wife hated me, to be honest, 21, you know what I mean? Because it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And certain times I went and worked through the month, I just waited till that last day. And like, I did November in one day. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I would communicate with the artists, communicate with the producers. But when it came to laying it down, I would wait to the last minute. And that gave me more time to create. I only got 30 days. Right, right, So when you, when you do it early, you kind of cut short your creative time. So I would wait to the last last minute. So they were all
6: new songs?
2: All new, as, as I went along.
6: Some, yeah, sometimes people have stuff in the stash. They're like,
2: oh, nah, You listen, I'm talking about current things that's happening as the year's progressing. What gave you the idea to do that? Um, I always said I was going to do it like mm-hmm. for the past four years. And then... The year come, I don't do nothing. It's February, and I ain't do shit yet. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel
6: like you're not retired because thought I was gonna start. Remix came out not that long ago. Oh and yeah, it's a new yeah. New year now, so yeah.
2: The video just actually dropped uh, last night. Mm-hmm. We had into a million views. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to everybody on the project, the new project Rick Ross. Shout out to Rick Ross, man, solid dude. Me and him got a song, Swiss Beats produced that, restored. Yeah, Were restored. you surprised man.
5: with so many? How many? How many artists that F with you like that? Yeah. Because you know when in this industry somebody be like yeah I got you and then they change the number, but you, you, oh, when man. you look at your Waynes, your Fabs, your, your Ross, your, your of course boss your guy, your gym, but you know those real you know, Nelly, Wiz Khalifa.
6: Remy. Remy
1: yeah.
5: R- <laughs> Were you surprised by that, man? Remy
1: don't really f- with you, Larry, <laughs> <with you laughs> Remy,
2: Remy, Remy be like, he all right.
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> he ain't yeah. nicer than me. You, you know what? She I told the other day she made a comment, but I told her, I said, You never could take back that thing you told me when you was locked up. I mean, about how nice I was. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, to answer your question, I was surprised, man, that so many artists showed me so much love. Very appreciative of it, man. You know what I mean? Um, everybody, you know, uh, Lil Wayne, Solid Dude, man. Same thing with Rick Ross. You know, this is the second record we did together. Mm-hmm. Um, Two Chains, Buster, mm-hmm. all these produ- the producers, Timbo, Swiss, Um, so many. Gold, I might forget nobody, man. What I you, think I
6: saw, I saw an article where Fast. Russ was saying that he DM'd you and was like, yo, I need to get you on my project. Yeah. And so. <laughs> Because he was like, "Look, this is a lyrical project. I need to get him on there."
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think he said that here. Yeah. Yeah, 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 shout out to Russ, man. I respect Russ, man, because you know a lot of artists of his caliber be afraid to work with those type of artists that he had on that project. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he just went in the lines, then it was like, "Let's go." I mean, what, and did this thing.
1: What do you think? Um, what do you think is a, a contributing to people finally getting aboard the Papoose train? Because you had the big looks with radio, you had the big looks with the label, features, all of that early on, but it seems like now. Pat yeah.
2: freestyling in the car.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. No budget, no nothing. Got everybody right.
2: on board. Man, um some people say, yo, nothing happens before before God's time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um and I, I believe that. I don't know, man. A lot of I had a lot of haters over the years, you know what I'm saying? No matter how good the music was, some people they just they hated on me, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um I think that played a part. But um I was very consistent this year and I feel like that that worked out. The hard work kinda of paid off. Which yeah. was
6: your favorite month?
2: I don't have one, man. I ain't gonna lie. I, I love them all, to be honest. When I listen back, I can't even believe I was able to do that. I'd be like, wow, I forgot about this joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have a favorite, to be honest.
5: I was gonna ask you about your you know, pride. You know, most mm-hmm. times, and I would say a lot of New Yorkers, a lot of New York rappers, they have too much pride to reach out to rappers, reach out to producers. So how was doing that with, in this project? Because it was a lot yeah. of people you had to reach out to.
2: Yeah, it, it comes with maturity, man. When I was younger, I had the attitude like, man, ask nobody for nothing. Forget him. I don't need him. He ain't nobody. Who's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as you get older, you become more realistic, and you understand that, yo, this person is great at what he, he does, and I would love to just be able to work with him. You know what I'm saying? So I look at Lil Wayne like that. I look at Timberland like that. I look at Fab like that. Like, these are people who I, you know... Um, Respect,
5: and I and I would I would love to work with. How was the Wayne conversation when you got him knowing a project? How did that happen?
2: Um, I just reached out to him, man, and he hit me right back. But I I, I kind of knew that that Wayne rocked with me because when he back when he was on Rega Island, he had reached out to Slate. My Mac, Mac Main reached out to Slate and said that you know Wayne was a big fan of Alphabetical Slaughter and he wanted to work with me, and I couldn't get to him because he was locked up at the time. So I always. I always kept that in my brain. I, every time I seen him, we slapped five. So I kind of knew that he rocked with me, but I just never extended my hand to try to get him on the record. That was the first time, and he he did it. I'm talking about like he said he was gonna do it. And he did it quick. Yo, well,
5: pick up all these albums if you <laughs> hadn't gotten already. Yes, stream man. The whole year.
2: Yeah, I whole feel year. like he
6: got some more stuff dropping this year too, cause
2: he's <laughs> retired. Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, J Electronic. Me and him working on something, man. But yo, big shout out to my brother Rick Rose. We shooting a video real soon to that joint. Shout out to Two Chains, Buster, everybody on the remix. My wife. You know what I mean? Lil Wayne, and we we focus, man. We here, man. All the producers, man. Um, oh, man, I'm stand a Man, DJ Premier, Pete Rock. Large Professor gave me a lot of uh, banging joints. You know what I mean? Um, Timberland, everybody, man. You I, know, I wanted to ask you, know you ever regret any Gino Green outfits? <laughs> 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 I'm going to tell you why not. I'm going to tell you why not. I got a big check from that. Okay, man. okay, okay. I got a yeah, big I check regret. from that. And it was, it, it was funny because I supported them because, you know, they was good dudes and they was going to come up and mm-hmm. I was going to come up. And when they got signed, I didn't have a deal with them, but they were so authentic that they still gave me a nice check. Cool. And also, I was able to influence everybody to wear that. Shit. I'm not gonna sit here and act like I ain't had a Geno Green hoodie. <laughs> okay, you <laughs> damn right, I had a Gino Green. Everybody hoodie. was wearing them. Shit, big <laughs> <laughs> what I wear is a Geno Green, you know. It slowed down, man. Over the years, man, they've been talking about reinventing and right, right, right. working on some things, man. But everybody, it's girl. a
6: good time to do that because people feel real nostalgic about Absolutely. brands that used to be lit. Yeah,
2: I spoke to them about bringing it back. You know, what I mean, not too long ago, but maybe, maybe not with all the nines, though. Yeah, switch it up. And, but we was able to influence a lot of people to wear that, sh- man. You know and, what I'm saying? and I liked it because of the nines, because nine is the highest level
1: of change, you know, and go. supreme go. mathematics. So I, yeah, I, I didn't have a bunch of it, but I had a, you know, right. I had that's, a, that's a the couple born. hoodies.
2: That's the born number, all right? You know I mean? well, and, and sending healing energy to K. Slade too, man. Yeah, man. Friends like, uh, and my brother K Slade, man, he, he's a warrior and he, he's fighting. So I spoke to his mother. She just wanted everybody to just pray for him. We, we, right. We'll continue to do that.
5: All right, it's Pat Poose. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note?
1: I do, man. Uh, the positive note for this Monday morning is simple. Face reality as it is. Not as, at, not as it was or as you wish it to be.
2: Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> you all finished or you all done?